0: If you're in a position where you have a sin struggle or a heart struggle that is disqualifying, rather than you disqualify yourself, just talk to myself or Suze and say, I need to pull out for a year. Yep, You don't have to go publicize it. It may not even be appropriate to publicize in your group. That's not lying. That's just knowing what to share when.
1: This is the Village Church Community Group Leadership Training Podcast. Our goal is to help you grow your skills to lead amazing groups. Hey, it's Suze McLeod here with the Village Church Community Group Leadership Training Podcast, and today we have Michael Fueling. Michael is the lead pastor at Village Church. He's been leading groups for years, and today Michael is going to share with us three lies that we need to overcome to be a transparent leader.
0: So, let's get real. Mm -hmm. What I am about to say should not be a surprise to anyone listening Your motivations will never be pure. Your marriage is not perfect. Your children are not the most God-glorifying they can be. In fact, doggone it, if you knew what was really happening, many of them would be embarrassing to you. Um, Your heart is wicked and deceitful, although being redeemed. You're not okay even though everyone looks at you and says you're okay. Every day, the grace of God is supporting you and helping you and restraining you from your worst self. The mercy of God is not punishing you over what could have been, would have been, should have been. And what you did, his mercies are new every morning and fresh Mm -hmm. starts away. The leader who is going to be effective has to understand that we have a lot of issues. And if we are presenting as really righteous It is by the grace and glory of God alone. Mm. And should God hold his grace back from us, which he won't do, but should he do that, we massively overestimate how much of our good deeds are our good deeds out of our own self-will and awesome power and goodness. I say that because, listen, everyone in your group knows you have issues. Mm-hmm. They watch the way you and your husband or wife interact. Mm-hmm. They watch what happens with your kids. They see the stress you're under. They understand uh, maybe you're a workaholic. Mm-hmm. They understand um, maybe you are really lazy. Uh, they understand that like there are things happening in your home. They see it. You walk into someone's home. Sometimes people's homes are too clean. And I'm like, that's an issue. And so y- y- you just you just got to understand Nobody needs you to be perfect. Nobody needs to be the most righteous person in the room. Nobody needs you to be the best person in the room because it's not actually real. It's a facade and it's a lie. Uh, there are generations past, go back a couple hundred years, where you needed to put on the facade because that was, that's what was considered influential. Mm. People looked up to the good people.
1: Right. There was that class system you're talking about. For yeah? sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: And people now, because of social media, you can hide from nothing. And because of better doctrine and more realistic teaching on uh, the sinfulness of even the regenerate Christian believer, we just understand that no one is perfect. And so we just, sometimes we just got to embrace this and say, all right, now it doesn't mean we're terrible people, Right. right? It just means that even our struggles, people should be able to see them. I'm going to be honest with you, and this might be generational to a degree, but if you were to sit down with anyone in my community group and say, what are Michael's top five struggles? What are Michael's blind spots? They mm-hmm. would all start talking immediately and they'd be like, well, here's a struggle and there's a struggle. Right. And then when him and Brian do this and right. I can't hide it. When, when I bring you into my home, if I'm trying to hide it, I'm spending so much energy hiding that letting right. you see the authentic me which is the real me, which is the me you need to get to know mm. is is just not going to be seen. Uh, so I have an added challenge, which is in the pulpit, how do I be fully transparently me, mm-hmm. authentically me, but not tell people things that are none of their business?
1: Ooh, yes. You that, know, that is a conundrum. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like
0: I have a different role, if you will, I hate even using these words, but on stage yeah. right. or in a podcast right. than I do in my community group. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell myself in the community group, um, my life is open. Right um, now, are there things that I won't share in the community group? Yes. Um, m- but I have had to be wise and discerning with those, and sometimes I've lacked wisdom. Sometimes right. I've had it. But right. But here here's the here's the idea. It, it has to be okay for you to not be okay. Now let's talk about some lies that we have to overcome in this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one is this lie that my godliness is more helpful than my struggles. Mm. Don't get me wrong. People need to see godliness and Mm -hmm. your godliness is really, really helpful. But sometimes we believe that if they saw my struggles, I wouldn't be able to lead them. If they saw my struggles, that it would actually have no positive impact on them. If I was Mm -hmm. honest about what I'm working through Mm -hmm. or the stress I'm under or the pain I'm going through or the depression I'm experiencing, that somehow they would say, well, I can't listen to you because you have to be godly for me to listen to you. We've actually found just the opposite. That there is a value in transparency that softens the heart, brings and increases connectivity, increases love amongst the community. In fact, the very things that we want in a community group and that you say you want as a mature believer actually don't hinge on you being perfect. They hinge on you having a level of godliness and self-control mixed with true authenticity about what you're actually struggling with. Mm. And with that, if you're a community group leader, we believe at this point you have a level of wisdom where for example you're not gonna like talk about all the marital issues you have in your bedroom with this right. mixed group of people right. you know yeah. what I mean you're if you're a leader we believe you have a resident amount of wisdom and discernment to right. know when to Who have different right discussions with people, yes. like people. Yeah. so for example if you have a brand new person to your group there might be discussions you would have without them there but you're not going to have because they are there you right. got to feel them out test them out a little bit make right. sure they're safe yeah. And that's all part of the wisdom that you, the leader, we believe already have. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is a a fear we've found in a lot of leaders that if they see my struggles, yeah, my wife and I, my husband and I, we're just bickering. It, right. It's just been a really difficult season. Uh, we had a big throwdown argument. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes people just need to see that. And then everyone in the room will say, yeah, we do too. Right. It doesn't disqualify you. There are things that do disqualify you. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think the kind of transparency needed. Overall,
1: yeah. Communication problems in a marriage mm. is in like every marriage, right? Right. And when so people there's tell me they don't like it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a communication problem. That's, yeah, that is its own. <laughs> um
0: I want to read to you 2nd Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our affliction, so that we may be able we may be able to comfort those in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves Are comforted by God. Here's the point. Life's hard. Mm -hmm. God meets you in that. Mm -hmm. And now it's your job to enter into other people's. Mm -hmm. Okay. With an honesty about your affliction, Mm -hmm. with your struggle, with Mm -hmm. your pain. You can't give away the comfort of God without being honest about what's actually happening in your life.
1: Right. And
0: so yeah, I went through that too. Now here's the deal. People love to minister to people out of their past experiences mm-hmm. as if there's no present problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I struggled with that last year or two years ago when we were newly married. And that might actually be true. But I do think there's a new, another level of power in authenticity when you bring current struggles to the table.
1: You have to be aware of your current struggles. Have you ever walked out of a season and looked back and gone, wow, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was as hard as it was. So yep. just having that understanding that. Sometimes you don't even know you're in a hard thing. So that vulnerability is like can help because maybe the people in your group can help you weigh out like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is a big deal with your son and you should have that conversation. And yeah, that's awkward. Can you guys get on the same page? Mm -hmm. Or I find when a leader prays with someone with a struggle, that can be like. So empowering yep. what you're saying, that comfort and encouragement. Yep.
0: Dear Jesus, thank you that I've overcome this sin personally but by your grace, help them. Yeah. but help them. <laughs> All right. Lie number one, my godliness is more helpful than my struggles. Yep. Number two, godliness is more inspiring than authenticity. Mm. So I have never, ever had it go well for me when I talk about my godliness in the pulpit.
1: Mm. In fact,
0: some of the most helpful things for people to overcome their own struggles was my authenticity and honesty. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, uh, I think we 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 beat this one to death with the last one, but this is kind of another yeah. level of it. Your godliness is inspiring. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, but but don't believe for a moment that it is always more inspiring than your authenticity. Yeah, there is so much resident power in authenticity. Thinking so of a
1: woman in my life who, when she tells what the struggle is, she actually calls out the lie as she's mm-hmm. explaining it, and so that is super helpful for me because whenever she's talking about something I can relate to, I'm like really helped by that. But if she wasn't willing to tell the story and then tell her thought process and conversations with God, I wouldn't learn from her.
0: All right. Lie number three, people will think less of me if they know the real me. Mm. This, this even statement is loaded with so much brokenness, like, so they don't know the real you, then what, do they know a lie of you? Do they know a facade of you? Do they know such a small part of you that they actually don't know you at all? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think part of the reality of leadership is here I am. This is the real me. Uh, and if they reject that or if the real you isn't qualified or ready yet, okay. Right. That's not a punishment. Um, I get it. There there are a handful of people that we get to know and we're like, eh, can you just wait a year or two? Yeah. And that's okay. Okay. And the Bible is actually even clear when it talks about putting elders into place or spiritual leaders into mm-hmm. place. Don't be too hasty. Right. Uh, it's okay to have a time of apprenticeship. It's okay to have a time of learning before you lead. And that's a normal thing.
1: Sometimes you have the opposite though, where a mm-hmm. leader thinks I'm not good enough for this, which we did address in another podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think we would say, no,
0: you're you fine. Are good enough. Just
1: be vulnerable just about be that. Honest. Yes. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. And And that's where there are, we'll call them disqualifying things. And mm-hmm. then there are just normal things. Right. But uh, the people who are really self-critical take the normal things and they put them to disqualifying. And and that's where we come in and we just say half our community group leaders have that issue. Right. You know, like we get it, you know. Um, So three lies. But but really leadership is in in any kind of leadership. There are going to be lies that threaten us. What we're dealing with here are lies that are often blind spots. And so even as this podcast is happening, some people turned it off halfway through because, oh, that's not my issue. Right, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, and it may not be. They're already gone, so.
0: Yep, they're already gone, so whatever. But, but sometimes, like these, these that we're talking about, these lies are the ones that are sometimes the hardest to know in ourselves. Mm. And so, I'm hoping if they made it to the end of this, um, because you asked them to listen to all of them, yeah, uh, that they'll do that, and then maybe the Holy Spirit will will prick something in their hearts and uh, help them realize, oh no. I am putting out a facade because I'm afraid of what people will really think.
1: Right. And I just would encourage them to go deeper and why that lie appeals to them. Yep. Why, what hurt is hiding underneath it? Because there's hurt yep. somewhere in there yep. That or protection, right? They're yep. using it as a device to protect themselves. So yep.
0: let me close with one act of inauthenticity that I think they should do. If you're in a position where you have a sin struggle or a heart struggle that is disqualifying, rather than you disqualify yourself, just talk to myself or Suze and say, I need to pull out for a year. Yep. You don't have to go publicize it. It may not even be appropriate to publicize in your group. That's not lying. Mm -hmm. That's just knowing what to share when. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's no shame in that. And you don't have to tell people, I'm not going to lead a group now because, you know, I have a, you know, like, You don't have to do that. We're not here to shame you. In fact, if you're in that place, we don't even need to know what it is. You can just say, hey, I'm working on something. I'm getting help with it. Can we revisit this in a year or six months? And uh, we're here to support you and help you in any way we can.
1: Yes. Thank you so much.